Welcome to the NPC's Weekly What Are You Playing for January 25th, 2020. My name is Travis, and of course I'm joined here by Preston. Hello. Kyle. Hello. And Dan. Hey. What's up, guys? Yeah. Which one of us yeah. had the best greeting there? I don't know. Yours and mine are the same. Yeah, but, pretty much. But Dan's wasn't good either. No, there's a cat on my lap. Just came out of nowhere. Like that fucking... <laughs> that doesn't it distracted affect me. your greetings. Distracted me. Distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> she just wants to say hello. Surprise kitty attack. Yeah. Hmm. So it's a new week. Not necessarily any new games to play unless anybody's been playing Dragon Ball and it doesn't look like that's the case. So we'll move on from that. How Kyle. Come you don't play Kyle. How come you don't play that? I, I thought about that. it. Um, it looks a lot like Xenoverse. I've heard it at some points does play a lot like Xenoverse. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to wait till it goes down in price, though. You're a Dragon um, Ball guy, Same here. Yeah, I want to try it. I am. I am. Um, it looks really fun, and there's a lot of really cool parts that I've already seen that that make their way from the anime to the, the game, uh, like Vegeta and his Batman shirt. It's like a pink button-up short sleeve shirt that he wears in one section of the anime, and there's a section of the game that you play as Vegeta, and he's wearing that. And I guess there's also a section of the game where you do the... Um, filler episode where Goku and Piccolo have to go get their licenses, which seems kind of fun. Um, I, I'll probably eventually pick it up. Was it really I just a pink shirt that, that says Badman on yeah, it? Yeah, it says Badman on yeah. the back of it. <laughs> That's what it is. That's exactly yeah, it, what it it's is. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. But it, it's iconic, and it, it's been cosplayed many times, and it's just really cool that they put it in the game, I think. And it, it's not a reason that I'd want to play the game, but it's really cool to see that. This is the easiest cosplay you could possibly do. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably one of the easiest. Um, I don't know. Have you seen his hair? <laughs> These people aren't even putting the hair on. They're just doing the shirt and turning around. Like, look at me. <laughs> well, then tell us, Kyle, what have you been playing this week? Um, well, instead of picking up Dragon Ball, um, I took part in some of the uh, Lunar New Year sales and picked up Far Cry 5 and started pay- playing that as well as Black Mesa. Um, started playing that. I'm really enjoying Black Mesa. Far Cry 5 is good as well. Um, I am just having to mention Black Mesa because it was the last one that I played before I came over. Was Black Mesa part of that deal that uh, Valve has going on right now in support of Half-Life Alex coming it out in a couple not. months? Okay. Yeah. I, I know it's a fan-made thing, but I was just wondering. Yeah. They had the blessing of Valve to make that game, so I wasn't sure if it was a part of the deal. Which is actually pretty rare, but... Um, yeah, it it wasn't part of the deal, but I, I picked it up since it was, uh, I don't even remember, like 33% off or something like that. It was 15 bucks. That's um, not bad. And I, I am noticing some differences from the original Half-Life because I've played it a lot. Um, but it, it's it's really good. I'm, I'm enjoying that one a lot. Enjoying Far Cry 5 as well. Um, a lot of new stuff in it that, that so far, like the, the hired guns, I really like. That that's a really cool aspect that I that I can't wait to see more of what they've done with it. 
You've seen it. The, it that's it. Yeah, that's that's it. Really? Yeah, there's nothing well, more special about it. You we, can't call in like multiple ones at a time or anything or No, I think you can only have one. Well shit, then I'm not excited now. Yeah, like, <laughs> I know you think that they've added a lot of stuff and you're very excited, so I don't want to burst your I will bubble say yet. The, the storyline's <laughs> kinda unique. It's a little bit more Manson family esque. Um yeah, yeah, it starts off really good, doesn't it? Yeah, it starts off really good. I know how it ends. I'll so. talk to you next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see if you still feel that's that what way. I've heard. Uh, Uncharted: Golden Abyss, kind of a classic. I picked it up right after our last broadcast, and I was playing that. I really like that one as well because I, I, I don't know. I had to pick it up with the Uncharted collection being on this month's um, download for PlayStation Plus. And Golden Abyss has a lot of really cool things that they did with like the touchscreen, such as like cutting the 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 like bamboo and vines to get to certain areas that reveal secrets and whatnot. At the same time, it hinders the game because some of the the tracking doesn't work as well on the touchpad as you'd like. But overall, a decent entry so far. I think I'm on like chapter three. Uh, after that, I was playing some CS Go again and Control, and started Indivisible. I am enjoying that one. Um, it just got added to Game Pass. Has a very unique style, uh, kind of like Shantae as far as like the the uh, graphics. I would say I, the newest Shantae, the Half Genie Hero, but it's platformer, and there's a little bit of puzzle aspect. Little bit of Metroidvania in there, not too much, like the most basic I can get. But when you go into battles, it's more RPG esque, and you have to defend certain characters. It's all done by your your ABXY interface, um, and all timed. But they're, they're, I don't know. It's got a really unique combat system. It kind of reminds me of Child of Light of Light. But not too much. It, it's a little bit more actiony, I would say. Is it a turn-based one? It is. It's turn-based. Yeah, but the the regular gameplay is all side scroller, like platformer. I just checked out the screenshots of it. How are the I like the art style. Um, it's not too bad. The it, it's really easy to learn. Um, once you start learning it, though, you can master combos with characters, so you can do more damage. And you 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 kind of have to experiment around to to see what combos work the best against what types of enemies too, and that also builds up a special gauge, and your special gauge can either be used to revive characters or deliver like a special type of uh, blow from one of your allies, whether it be the main character or one of your sub party members. But everyone like exists as a entity inside a dimension in your head. So it's really it's a really weird twist to the story. Those are the good ones. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at not some too of these. fond of the voice acting though. This like very, pretty, it's got very a phoned in, style, very though. cheesy RPG level type uh, dialogue. Kind of cheesy, like like they were going for cheesy, but they also weren't trying necessarily that hard at it. You know. It was more like the developers, like, well, we could pay for voice actors, but maybe we should just record voices instead. Do you feel like that? I don't know. You just have to. You just have to see it, or I guess hear it to to understand what I what I mean. Okay, I'll set it to download and yeah. give it a shot. 
it, this it's worth checking out. It is. It, mm-hmm. it just got added to Game Pass. Same time as a Plague Tale. Yeah, just a couple days ago. Oh. Cool. Dan, how's Frostpunk going? So I finished it finally. Woo! Because there are four main missions you can do. Um, last week I had just finished the first one, and I thoroughly enjoyed that game. I, I thought the missions were going to be kind of the same, but they really ended up being vastly different. Okay. Um, you get a lot, lot less people in one of them, and you have to do automatons that you can make, and so you have to completely research differently in that playthrough. Um, the next one is there are waves and waves of groups of 100 survivors that come like every other day. The first mission, you only get about 80 to start with, and that's for a while. So all of a sudden, you have to build so many houses. You have to make sure you have a ton of food very quickly, and you have to keep that that upward scale of growth going constantly, or else the next group of people that show up, you're not going to have room for them, and then people are going to start complaining, and then it's a big downward spiral. So does it allow you to select the number of people you're actually allowing in out of that group of 80 or 100 that says, I can bring in 40, the other 60 of you have to go away? Yes, you can, because um, people show up, some of the groups, half of them will be like super, super sick. And you can be like, I'll take only the healthy ones. Obviously, people aren't too happy about that, you know. So, depending on how high your your hope or your discontent meter is, you got to choose accordingly. But obviously, more people, more stuff you have to take care of, but more potential hands working in places that you need. So it's just a, it's all a balancing act, and it's a very it's very tight. You have to not you can't do the same playthrough and do it the same way because. Different people will get sick. You'll get more sick people your next playthrough, and you have to do a lot more medical research and divide a lot more time to building medical posts. And hmm. so each playthrough. And then the last one is um, actually DLC, but it was it came with the console edition, so it was a free mission. And it's the exact opposite, where you start off with a huge city that's been in, that's been ruined by the last leader, and you have to kind of work your way down. So it, it, it's the exact opposite spin of, of building up and you have to kind of restart it and like half the city is on fire and you have to allocate people to to uh, take down those houses and use those resources because you don't have traditional means of getting steel and wood. And so it was it was a lot of fun. Very, very difficult. That last mission in particular, you had to actually pause the game because there's a there's a, a function that allows you to either speed up time, play normal time or you can actually stop time. And there was so little time that you actually have that I had to pause time and make sure everyone was doing what they needed to, and then I had to resume. Uh, I failed that mission twice the first time. I wasn't doing that, and I just didn't have enough time. Um, And when I did finally beat that mission, I had, I think, three or four in-game hours before I was done, before everything was going to shit. What's an in-game hour into normal time? Five minutes, ten minutes? Sixty seconds. Sixty seconds, okay. Yeah. Okay, so it really pushes that far ahead. Yeah, okay. so there was, I was down to like the wire with that one, so. Okay. Very challenging, but it is very satisfying to to accomplish, so. 
Yeah, after you talked about it, I actually have it queued up on Game Pass. I think I deleted enough stuff off of my hard drive to install it. So that's the next one on my list for this week. Highly, highly recommend. Good. What about Shoulder to Morda? How's that one going? So that is, that just came out with Game Pass a couple of days ago as well, or last week, I believe. And uh, it's, to put it simply, it's a Diablo clone, but that's not doing it justice. Um, it's a lot more story-based than, than Diablo is. It's kind of just like, eh, you know, whatever. But the thing that I like about this game in particular is that the there's not as many dungeons or something like Diablo because obviously if you're trying to be like it, you're not going to get as large as Diablo, you know. Mm-hmm. But with this one, it is uh, the combat is actually very difficult. You have to pay attention in dungeons or you're going to die. And the dungeons are all randomly generated. So it's a, a little bit of, of like a, a roguelike to it. Um, not as far as like weapons go or whatever. That's based on what character you pick, which is kind of your class. You'll have like a sword and shield. You have an archer and a mage. And that's for a character, an actual person. But you can get kind of like charms and other items that you use in the dungeon for that specific run. And once you finish the next time you go in there, it's completely different. So a lot of cool variety in that game. And I'm actually having a lot of fun with it. Cool. Those are the two I've been playing this week. Nice. Uh, So this week I uh, booted back up Banjo-Kazooie. I just wanted, you know, some classic, some platformer that I really enjoyed as a kid. And I bought it way back on the Xbox 360. So it's been following me through the arcade days. And I did stream a little bit of it last night. I 100%ed Mumbo's Mountain before jumping into Dark Souls. That was fun. You know, you play the game enough times, you know where everything's at. So you're going to get through it quick. Uh, Dark Souls itself, though, of course, I did stream in in addition with uh, Banjo-Kazooie last night. I made it to the uh, Bell Gargoyles up top. And, of course, thanks to Dan for the help last night on stream with that, too. (laughs) Especially getting that little secret unlocked with the elevator. Going back to the, um, was it Firelink Shrine? That yeah. was me. Yeah, it was Preston. Was that Preston? Sorry. It was one of you. I got, I, I've got a lot of help I didn't even get Dan. an honorable mention there. He just fucking <laughs> gives all the credit to Dan. To be, perfectly, to be perfectly honest with you, Preston, when I saw that name up there, I didn't actually think that was you. I thought that was another friend of mine. So Who was it? Just another friend of mine. Don't worry about it. But I apologize. Thank you for the help, too, Preston. It's okay. So up there, I didn't really I, help. you went up the stairs anyway. I couldn't stop you. Yeah. <laughs> I can give you all the help. Dude, yeah. yeah, I was I was eating food when he was doing that, and I was like screaming like at the computer like while I was eating. I was like, "No, not upstairs!" Yeah. Like, we can tell you to go in any direction you want, but at a certain point, this game is supposed to fuck you over, but you guys are not really letting it do that to me. So I appreciate that. Oh, we are. Like, or, like, like, oh, yeah, we could, I, we could have told you plenty of stuff, but we let you do could it. Could have absolutely uh, warned you about that that Balder Knight on the left when you went in that chapel. Yeah, and then it came out and fucked me the first yeah. time, and then going back in, and ha bitch, nope. You didn't, didn't seem to happen. care. You just fucking went balls deep on that one. <laughs> and it worked. Instead of waiting for it to come out. It's all good. Dude, when you got parried by that Balder Knight the first oh, time. Best thing. <laughs> Hi, my name is Perry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Dark Souls, that's where I'm at. Uh, did install Apex Legends on the Xbox. I wanted to see what it was like on Xbox. And if you're in tune with playing it on PC, you're going to have a hell of a time trying to get used to it on console. Um, 
it's it's Apex Legends. Uh, did try out Just Cause Four on game streaming. I got a clip for my Xbox controller, so I can hook my phone up to it or just set my phone in it, so I don't have to prop it up against anything. It's it's nice to have on there. Um, like? How do you like Just Cause? It's Just Cause. That's I, I don't know what else to say about it. I played. They're just, just mindless cause chaos fun though. Like you can do some such cool stuff. Oh yeah, walk up and shoot something and it blows up for no reason. I think the grappling hook in this one's much better than in three though. I didn't get to play three. That no, was what I didn't touch. It was a lot harder to just pull off like the cool moves of like I don't know, like launching somebody and then attaching them to a car or something as it's speeding by. I it, do it's, it's like, a lot harder to do in that one. This one, it's a lot easier to get that shit done. Did they introduce in three or four where you're actually using the grappling hook to reel yourself into an enemy to just double kick him as the, and you kick him away? You could do that in three, but it was harder to do. This one, it's so much easier. Just it, okay. It's such like an easy lock on it. Just grab Because all I could remember was in Just Cause 2 is that you could grapple somebody and pull them to wherever you wanted, but that was it. You couldn't actually bring yourself to them to take them down. Have you got to the point where you can modify your grappling I hook? only just there got... There are nine different modifications. I only got a little bit through the very beginning just oh. to try it out after getting the mount for the oh, controller. I'm going to keep shoot, going through You it. can shoot boosters onto like anything and it just like sticky bombs them. Mm-hmm. And then so you can just put one on anybody and then like this rocket just goes off and they go flying wherever. But then you can attach them to something else, like a crate or something, and they just go slamming into the ground and everything. <laughs> Dude, the game is just mindless fun. I saw a uh, YouTube clip of that where some guy put a rocket launcher on a, a rocket booster on a cow. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. And then he grappled himself to the cow. And he's like, this is how you travel in this game. <laughs> he just went flying with this cow. Yeah, it's Goodbye. a fun fucking game. I did something like that. I put a car in a... A travel uh, shipping crate, and then I put balloons to rise and boost myself all the way around. And I was riding on top, and I was directing. It, and then I climbed into my car and just drove out and landed on the ground. I was like, "Man, I feel cool," but I died trying to do it. <laughs> That's a uh, those are fun games. I wish there was story or something to go with them that would make them better. But so going back to the game streaming stuff, I did do the console streaming for both Dark Souls and Apex Legends. The uh, Dark Souls streaming itself from the console actually introduced uh, the artifacting in the image. The audio was fine, the controls were okay, but the actual video went to crap. Apex Legends did not have that issue. And I don't know if it's because Dark Souls is playing from a disc instead of actually from the hard drive, and so there's more time required to actually render things for streaming purposes. But what I may do is if Dark Souls... Was Dark Souls 1 on Game Pass? No. 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 Okay. I was going to say, if it was, then I'll go in and actually install it, but whatever. Uh, besides that, just a little bit of Overwatch. Just going in and trying to work my way up. I believe the there's a Winston uh, Lunar New Year skin that's actually unlocking, or for unlocking right now. If you, if you win nine games, whether it's competitive, quick play, or anything in arcade, you can unlock a Winston Lunar New Year skin. Looks really cool. I need, to, I need to try Overwatch. That was all I played. There's no time. You liking Dark Souls? I am. I am. I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm getting pissed off at it. I mean, you guys heard me last night while I was streaming <laughs> as pissed off as I was at everything. I think that's like probably your biggest issue is that you'll get you'll die once and then you'll just kind of want to just move past it. Like the next time you're just like, fuck it, I want to just go you back just to my body. Charge through it instead of learn from it. Yeah. Kind of thing. 
Like each each time you die, you get have to. You're still much better than the first time I saw you play. That that so, is, I will yeah. fully admit that is my issue. That is my problem with Dark Souls is that because I think where it comes down to is that it seems like the game is engineered to just screw you over at every step you take, and so that's the part of the problem is that it doesn't feel like I. I don't want to put this. I think it's because it's a lack of like linear A, B, C, D, E type progression where mm. if you do like when you start, I went down and accidentally fought those ghosts at the base of Firelink <laughs> Shrine. And Dan, you told me, no, you're not supposed to go down there yet. You can, but you're not supposed to because you can't fight them or anything yet. You know, that game is built to not be linear in the sense of teaching you where to go. So as you continue to fight these bosses, and of course the auto lock issue I have when you're fighting them, it's like, oh, let me roll out of the way. Oh, no, they jump in the air, they float, and they follow you over to wherever you're at. That's it's just so what keeps pissing me off. Because he never plays with auto lock on, and I almost always use auto lock. So what I'm referencing really by auto weird. lock is I'm talking about the enemies. Like when, if an enemy is going to attack you, like, say there's one of the, the base level. Oh, the tracking? Yeah, the tracking, oh, excuse okay. me, yeah. They will follow you, so it doesn't matter if you roll out of their way. They turn to you midair to actually Man, hit you, and I, I think that's nothing stupid. like it is in the later ones. Did they get rid of that? Did they fix that no, in it the makes later it, ones? No, it's even harder. Like, in Sekiro, oh. they will 180 track you. Like, it's impossible. Dark Souls 1... Honestly, I'm watch, I was forgiving. watching you. You're you're rolling a lot at the wrong time and the wrong direction. Okay, is really what it is. If it's, I know it goes against like what you would think. Roll forward as soon as you learn to roll forward and behind them. Man, that makes so many bosses so much easier. Well, actually, I even noticed the first attempt on your bell gargoyles. You were actually you had your dodges perfectly on that guy. Did I? You did, yeah. You weren't. I mean, I got him just under halfway down, so I guess I did something right. But yeah, you only you only had to heal him. Like, yeah, and stick close to him too because yeah. he's going to do an overhead swing that you can. Yeah, the other part I noticed, especially fighting them, is that if you can keep them not at the actual peak of the roof, but if you can keep them a little bit below and you're on the other side, yeah. that that swing will not actually It'll go get above you. you. Yeah, it will go right above you. Rolled away though, because he panic rolls as soon as he's in so much. You th you think you have to heal right away? I think actually that's your. Yeah. As, as soon as you get injured, you're like, oh, I'm gonna heal, but you don't even wait for the right times to heal a lot of times, and you just waste four or five. That's his last. But he did. You did one, and you rolled away to heal. And he's like, oh, he's gonna heal. You started healing, and the Captain Gargoyle swung overhead and just crushed your fucking skull. I was like, oh, bad timing. <laughs> I knew that shit was going to happen, too. Did you see that one coming? I did, absolutely. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, this is going to be bad. So that, that that's one thing that you'll learn, too, with healing is that when they make a big swing and they're open for attack, if you need to heal, you will heal instead of attacking in that opening because that's the only time you know that you're safe. Okay, so it's not necessarily like trying to attack, run away, and heal. It's it's waiting for them to do their action and then heal from that. Kind yeah. of. Or heal after a that. Lot, okay. A lot of them, especially like the really harder bosses, because the bosses are made to be aggressive and track you. Okay. Well, what I think is helping, Not though, give you that opportunity. What I think is helping, though, too, is that I went and got the upgrade to the Estus, so yeah. now it actually gives that additional boost on healing. Oh, there's a ton of them, too. So, oh, I, I figured there probably are. I think it goes but up to that plus helps. seven. I think it is seven. Yeah. yeah, at this point in time, at least, I, I can see from almost bare minimum, I can fill up about, I think, 70%, hmm. which is not bad. I mean, that's that's helpful. So, And then you're kindling, too, which is always nice to have 10 SS instead of five. Yeah, I it took me a minute to try to figure out exactly what I was doing, and I ended up reading something different online, Dark Souls-related, and it made mention of that, and it was like, okay, 
let me see what's going on here. So that's when I um, used humanity and then Kindle or what was it? Reverse. Reverse howling and then yeah. Kindle. Yeah, exactly. So I went through those steps there. I was like, okay, now I see exactly what I need to be doing here to be able to up my see, Estes last count. I would only Kindle certain bonfires, the, like the main ones that I would. I knew I could get back and forth. Kind of like the central hubs. Yeah, to get yeah. myself to 20 at some point. And that really helps on some of those other bosses. That's why I'm hanging out at the Firelink Shrine right it's now. A, it's, a, it's a great hub. There, yeah. That links so many areas. Yeah, yeah. That's a great spot. But that's it for me. So, Preston. What? Oh. Wrap us up, man. Um, well, I'm doing the Dark Souls 3 DLC. I beat the first one. Finally killed Sister Freed and Father Arendelle. Screw them. They're so hard, dude. It, I actually think it's like a Bloodborne boss, but with Dark Souls mechanics. Hmm. If you could imagine how hard it would be to fight Lady Maria. Having to roll instead of... She, well, because like Bloodborne bosses seem to have that faster recovery. Okay, yeah. Like when you hit the like they'll bounce in and out of combat a lot faster, I think, than Dark Souls bosses. Dark Souls bosses seem to hit harder. Yeah. For the most part. But I think Bloodborne bosses are faster. Sister Freed is fast as shit in that third phase. Like and even times when you think you have an opening, sometimes you get her quick RNG and she just jumps out of all your shit and you really can't go for more than maybe one or two swings. But it's usually just one. It's like one roll, get the fuck out of there because she's coming in hot with an attack that's gonna maybe kill you but mm. i'm excited to see what you do with that dlc because i had a hell of a time but it's still a really cool fight and then i moved my way into the second one on the scale of difficulty where does that where's that rank obviously it's probably still no orphan it's pretty fucking hard i'd put it right around the twin princes though okay as far as like difficulty like it's it's another one of those ones where it's not even that you need all your estes flasks it's that they're so quick and aggressive that you just yeah i was like you don't have a chance to you, heal yeah exactly i'm like so it's tough to beat those guys. God, they're so hard. And in the next area, you're not going to like that at all. There's these damn butterfly things, angels, shooting these uh, sunlight beams at you that are homing. But you can't, like, you can actually kill them, but they come right back. And they decided not to tell that to me after I wasted 50 <laughs> Dragon Slayer arrows on these fuckers. And I'm like, why are these guys just keep coming? I'm like, oh my God, they don't even die. So I had been running through this area trying to get through it. And there's this pyromancer there. Who can one-shot you when I'm level 130? And she can one-shot you with her fireballs. It was absurd. But I finally got to the first boss in that area. That area has four. The first area only has two. And then there's actually like two side NPC bosses, which are just nothing. Yeah, you can always take care of them. And then, because I am getting ready to do the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC that just came out. Mm-hmm. What is it? Remind? Remind, Yeah. And I was going to get us get ready for a once over on that. So, but my Kingdom Hearts 3 data had deleted when my hard drive had corrupted last year. So you have to start Kingdom Hearts 3 all over to actually play the DLC? Yeah, I'm speed running it. I'm actually already past where Brittany. <laughs> I am, I am, actually, I'm about a half hour behind where Brittany was from last year. I'm 13 hours in, but I am on the last of the Disney Worlds. And then, so that's two thirds of the way through the game. I, okay. I could finish it tonight probably if I really want to, because I'm skipping all the cutscenes. That must be eight hours of cutscenes. I believe it. <laughs> There's so I absolutely many. Believe it. Yeah. Damn, I still have so many fucking problems with that game. I've only died once, and I ha- I'm not even trying, Dan. I'm just tanking everything. I just make sure I have the strongest weapon equipped, with, and I upgrade that one weapon, and I have the strongest accessories, and my guys have the strongest stuff, and we're just steamroll everything. I'm not even trying. I wish there was just a little bit of strategy in this game. It's such a bummer. Is there is there a difficulty setting in this game? 
There is at the very beginning. You can choose to have it at uh, like super god mode. I don't even want to know what the fuck that <laughs> is, though, to be honest. I, but since I'm speedrunning it, I was like, I'll just do normal. I'm fucking ruining it. It's so good to just destroy everything. But that's all I've been playing. Just trying to get ready for our stuff. Oh, I did play a little MK11, too, because I thought Joker came out on the 23rd, but he got pushed to the 28th. So, so next week, then. Yeah, but I'll, okay. Dan and I are going to do a once-over for that one, and then I'll do one for Kingdom Hearts. Too, so we'll have some more videos up for those two coming up. And then you want to do Frostpunk too, right? Yeah, I've got yeah, so technical power footage. Well, very cool. And until that time, thank you so much for tuning in to our weekly What Are You Playing for January 25th, 2020. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook.com slash The NPCs Podcast. Also on Twitter and Instagram at the same handle. You can listen to us on Anchor.fm slash The-NPCs-Podcast. We are also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and several other platforms you can find on our Anchor.fm page. We will catch you guys all next week. Goodbye. Bye. See you.